like, what do we do here? Like, what do we do? That was a huge win. That was a huge come from behind win. Yeah. Against the defending Stanley Cup champions. Mm hmm. Rewind a week ago. It's a disaster. Keith's getting fired. Dubas is getting fired. A core guy's getting traded. Yep. And I think it's important for you and I, as two guys who do a weekly show, not a daily show, because when you do a daily show, you are on the roller coaster. And I think that we need to bring a sense of perspective. Like, I'm not saying not get, like, let's not get super high on that win we should that was a great win yeah but i don't just want to forget last week when the house was on fire like what do we this is the exact thing that you me and you said that we weren't going to do we weren't going to get caught up in the highs and lows we weren't going to get carried away are you getting caught up no, I'm trying to stay level-headed because I just know that tomorrow I'm going to wake up, I'm going to open my phone, and there's going to be all kinds of articles about like well, how great this Leaf team is and where they're at. And it's just like, what perspective can you and I provide? Those people are idiots. The people waking up and writing those articles are idiots. Okay, there you go. Because, there you go. again... You and I, we we predict things, yeah. and and honestly, we're on a pretty good heater. Ever since last season, when you said Phil Deneau sucks, and I said Carey Price is washed, yeah. good take. Yeah. Since this season started, we're on a heater. What did we say? That they're going to go through stretches where it looks awful. Yes, they are going to go on stretches where they go on heaters and they make you into. An almost believer. Yes. And what has happened? Yep. And it goes back to what I said last week. And the week before that and the week before that. This hockey team is the exact yep. same hockey team that they have been since this era started. Kyle, Kyle Dubas Maple Leafs hockey. Yes. That's what this is. Because... I want everyone to keep top of mind. And again, I don't, I get, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I get self-conscious because you and I have been criticized before about being too negative. We're too negative. I don't think we're negative. But I don't, yeah, no, I agree. I don't see it as negativity. I see it as being realistic. Yeah. And the realistic fact is that game would have never even made it to overtime, and John Tavares wouldn't have had the opportunity to get the tying goal if Jack Campbell didn't make six, ten bellers in a row. Yeah, and and we can recognize that. Like we can look back at that game, and yeah, the outcome is the outcome. Big win, huge win. I think for anything, it's not so much a win telling me that they're a playoff team. It, it's a win that I know that is going to affect that dressing room in a positive way. Yes. That's what I take away from this victory is it can't do any harm mentally yep. to win a game like that, regardless how it happened. That's how they're going to win games against good teams. And for Jack Campbell, like 
Biggest positive coming out of the game, Jack Campbell. Yes, 100%. Like, without question. Look at the stats. We were watching the game together, and you you said at least two or three times that you don't care about what Freddie Anderson is doing in Carolina if Jack Campbell is going to play like this. Well, I don't care what he's doing because it's just like he's gone. It's gone. It's old so news. It's it, old it, news. It makes, but it does make it a lot easier when you like. I I didn't. At the beginning of the season, I said that Jack Campbell was going to be the most important player for this hockey team, and. You, it doesn't even matter if it's Jack Campbell or it's Patrick Waugh or Martin Brodeur. When your number one goalie is making saves like that, keeping you in a hockey game, having a 930 save and a goals against average of under two, you're going to have a good chance to win hockey games. Yes. And, and for a guy who is unproven, who's been hurt, who has struggled, who came here and played well, to get this chance and see him succeed and watching the Amazon documentary and seeing the type of guy that he is, it makes me feel damn good. Yes. It makes me feel good. I agree. I'm very, I'm really happy for him. Yeah. Super likable guy. 100%. And he's athletic in the net. And it's just like so far, like ever since he's gotten here, really, what what bad has come from him? Not, nothing. He's literally played well since day one, since he's gotten here. And it's just... Like tonight, like, dude, eight breakaways. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. What are they doing? Yeah. Like, the Leafs had possession all night and had no chances like that. And oh, my phone just went off. That's okay. What dude, keep idiot. going. Keep going. But five dollar fine. Yeah, five dollar fine. Maybe I gotta take a swig. Yeah. But him. Like, <laughs> Jack Campbell playing well is going to give a team that struggles defensively and gives up a lot of chances a chance to win every single night. And he's done that since day one of getting here and day one of this season. Yep. I mean, one thing I'm realizing about myself as a fan this year is I'm less interested in dissecting individual performances Jack Campbell aside, because goal being a goalie and goaltending is a whole other beast. But in terms of like, like Matthews, Marner, Nylander, the core, Morgan Riley, Rasmus Sandy, I'm I'm less interested in dissecting individual performances and more interested in the collective and the holistic. I've I, I've watched our episodes back. Hmm. The amount of times that I've used the word holistic. Yes. Oh my God! Take a take a drink every time you hear me say holistic, or better yet, take a swig of an old Milwaukee. Or take a swig of an old mill. The, the the best beer in town. You'll be you'll be dummied by the end of this episode. But like, what I'm trying to say is, I'm not as like concerned about Austin Matthews' point totals. Like I'm not like in previous years I've been invested. Like, is he gonna get forty? Is he gonna get fifty? Yeah. Like tonight on the pregame show, they're talking about is could he get 60? Mm. I don't care. Like, play well, win games, look like you're ready, come playoff time. Well, I think you also have that view of not caring about that because we've seen in the past that you can do those things, but in the end, they can mean nothing. Mm. He can go out and score 50, but it doesn't matter because of what's happened in the past. So you care about the team as a whole and how they're playing because you know that that is the most important part of the game. Yep. Obviously, it's great having superstars, but I mean, 
when you're playing well as a team and you're doing you're doing the right things, mm-hmm. and as hockey guys say, doing the right things, doing things the right way, doing things the right way every single day. Yeah, as our best friend would say. But um, I, I get what you're saying because that's all that really matters at the end of the day. So we should talk about it. Like they they've looked pretty good over this last stretch of games, especially the Vegas game. I know that you can look at Vegas and say like, oh, well, you know, they're, they're so injured. That's, that's their AHL team. It's like, well, you know what? Last couple Saturdays ago, they lost to the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. So <laughs> yeah, they did what they had to do. Yes. They did what so, they had to do. So, I mean, I, I don't care. The bar's low yeah. at this point. And so if it is an AHL team, you should be going out and dominating for three periods like they did against the Vegas Golden Knights. I just, I don't know, man. Like, I just, this is, this is what the season is going to be. It's like, it's dawning. You are witnessing, the people who are watching this are witnessing it hit me that this is what it's going to be. Yeah. Like, they're going to have success. You're going to feel good but you're still going to be trepidatious like going forward and like where what do we do what well, do, we, like, the, do I do I ride a high right now do yeah. I ride a high i mean as as a, like the way i look at it is obviously when we watch that game there's things like you said how they're playing as a team you can dissect it like you shouldn't be giving up eight breakaways a game yes you shouldn't be giving up as many odd man rushes as this team gives up but at the end of the day, we want this team to make the playoffs because doing this podcast is a lot more fun yes. when they're in the playoffs oh, yeah. and when they're in contention. So, Although you could argue that it's better for business when they stink. Yeah, but but if they like really stink. Oh, no, like, then, then it's, then it's not the, good. If they're the Buffalo Sabres, if they're the Arizona Coyotes, like it's a whole different story. It's no good for anyone. Like as long as they're in the playoff picture then being negative is more fun because, you know, at the end of the day, it's like they're they're still going to be there. But I, I just want to see, like, tonight I was just invested. Like, we jumped up. We were so happy yes. when they tied that game. I just, you know what, like, we've come on here. I've come on here specifically in previous weeks and been like, oh, they're in trouble with John Tavares. My, I am so happy. When he gets a big goal. Makes like you that. feel good inside. It does. I love him. I love Johnny. Yeah. Like, I don't like coming on here and, like, dogging him. And, like, chirping his contract and saying that he's lost a step. I don't like that. Yeah. I'm a diehard Maple Leaf fan. I, like the rest of you, was over the moon when he signed here and, quote, unquote, came home. And so, like, when you see him get a big goal like that, also tonight, too. Marner takes a cheap shot to the head, and Johnny's the first guy in there. Yeah. Gotta love that. Notable. So, I just, I'm in a place right now where it's like, I feel like I'm damaged as a fan, where it's like a huge win like that, and I just, I'm scared to get too high. I think everybody watching or listening to this podcast feels... The exact same. Because it's sports, sports moves so fast. And like I said off the top of the show, like rewind a week ago, mm. there were people talking about Sheldon Keefe getting fired. There were people talking Smart. about a core guy getting traded. Yeah. Speaking of getting traded, talk to me about um these rumors that are out there about Travis Dermott and Justin Hole potentially being up for grabs. Your thoughts on that. 
Well, like, what's what's the motive behind it? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Is it is it? Well, I think they're two players who the organization sees as underperformers. I think, like, like I've talked about Travis. We've talked about Travis Dermott before. I think it's been a couple years now, waiting for him to take a step. I've always been waiting for him to take a step. Always pegged as a top four potential, but it's just like something isn't clicking with whatever. Like, I don't want to. I don't mind Travis Dermott, you know, like I don't, I don't want to come here and like bad mouth him at all. It's just something here I can see is not clicking and it's not so much like he, they're trying to get some money out, which maybe they are. Maybe he's just trying to recoup some draft picks that he traded away the last two years for absolutely nothing. Not his fault, not his fault, but like maybe they're just trying to go out and get another second rounder or something yeah. because they, they've seen that little grin Sandy in the lineup, regardless of how I feel about their skating abilities, they're pretty. They're they're they solid. They played pretty well. Yeah. They, they can move the puck as long as they keep things simple. The, the, the key for all defensemen out there who aren't goats, keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Do the simple things. Make the easy pass. Don't step out of your element. And those what those two guys need to do. And they've played okay. I don't think their skating abilities are great. They're obviously not NHL like physically ready to me. I still see them getting muscled off the puck, but it's put up or shut up time for a guy like Timothy Lilligren. He's been in your organization for what? Five years now. The first round pick first round pick. If you don't love Travis Dermott and Travis Dermott, even though he's not making a lot of money, he's making more than Lilligren. It's time to put up or shut up for a guy like him. If you don't want him, get rid of him. If you want to keep him, play him. You got to play him eventually and you got to play San. I like how they've rolled Sandine out there. Hmm. He's going to make his mistakes. He's going to get muscled off the puck. He's going to make a nice pass, but I'm a fan of getting guys out there and putting them in positions to either succeed or fail, but like you got to let them do it. And if they just want to move on from a Justin hole or a Travis Dermott, me personally, I have no issue with that. Yeah. None zero. Hmm. Like it's not going to make a massive difference. I'm not, like, I don't hate either guy. I don't love either guy. But if there's a reason why they want to get rid of them to play younger guys to get draft picks, whatever. Speaking of moving the puck and making a good pass and the smart pass and the smart play, you saw tonight ahead of overtime when they went on the four on three. Yeah. Keith on the bench. Saying to the guys, that foursome on the ice, I just took a, I sat back and I looked and I was like, this is, here it is. Yeah. Most expensive line in hockey. Tavares, Matthews, Marner, Nylander. The most expensive line in hockey. And you saw Keefe on the bench going, the puck has to move. Yes. And you commented on it. Ray Ferraro commented on it. Mm. They are awfully slow on that power play. I mean, if you have an Ovi who, who like, no matter what, the one-timer is coming, and, like, let's let's face it, Alexander Ovechkin's the greatest goal scorer to ever play the game. So if you don't have that, then it's hard. Like, when you got Marner, mm-hmm. the, the guy who's allergic to shooting the puck mm-hmm. on, on his one-time side, like, it's just not going to work. So they have to get moving. If you learn that against Vegas, they scored a power play goal. Why? Because they had Nylander coming down, move the puck, Matthews over to Nylander. 
What do they do in scoring the goal in overtime tonight? Kind of scramble. Matthews over to Nylander. Shoot the puck. Yeah. You got to be quick. They're not good enough to be like, okay, this guy over here, this guy over here. Okay, I'm going to shoot now. They it's can't the same do that. thing, though, where it's like it's you work in looking some, like, for the pretty. Goes. Yeah, but it's not pretty, Ryan. Set a pick or something. Like, like you got to find a way to get a guy moving towards the net or moving into a shooting position because this whole, like, Riley at the top, Marner to the left, Matthews to the right, up, 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 uh, down to Tavar. It doesn't work. Yeah. So, like, you have to get things moving because when you get things moving, the, the penalty killers get scrambly, the goalie gets scrambly, you get opportunities, and that's when you score. So, they need to work on that. So, overall, my biggest takeaway, I sound like a broken record, but I'm sorry, folks. Like, this is how it's going to be. Like, after, after how it went last year and now, like, how it's gone through the first three weeks of this season, like, my overall takeaway is not get too high, not get too low. We all said that going into the season, and then we broke our rule after they stunk it up for a week last week. So we're not going to get too high. We're not going to get too low. We're going to feel good. This is a team that, from what I've seen, should make the playoffs, and then we'll we'll see what happens from there. Saturday night, the Boston Bruins. Yay. Yeah, this is this is... They're in my head. The Boston Bruins are in my head. They're in every like you said. Head. You said on our last episode, like, well, you know, they haven't had the best start to the season. It's like I don't care. No, I don't care. They're the Boston Bruins. Mm-hmm. This is this is the the advantage they have over this team and me as a fan. Isn't this the first time they're playing as the Dano Charles Boston Bruins? Though I think so. I think he went to the Caps last year. Yeah, he did. This is the first Zdeno Charles. Wow, Bruins. Wow, look at you bringing that, bringing that little tidbit there. And like I know Zdeno's been old for a while, but like if anybody knows how to shut a Maple Leaf forward group down, it's that big son of a gun. Yeah. So I mean, they're still stacked. They're still loaded. Marshan's gross. Bergeron's gross. Like. I mean, I don't know what they're... I got to take, take a look, see what guys are injured. It seems like every team has, like, multiple injuries other than the Leafs. Mm. But, yeah, dude, it's Boston. Like, expect the worst, Yeah, basically, is my is my thing. Here we go again. Being expect negative. the worst. Huge, and won't huge win, down. and you and I are sitting here just dreading Saturday night. I make a concerted effort to come on here and not be negative, and it always just ends up... Sounding like we're so negative. I know, but like, it's just we've seen too much. Yes. We've seen too much. We yeah. can't get back to getting excited. Like, priority number one for me is make the playoffs so maybe you can come on here and have an entertaining show. Yes. Because I don't want to cover a shitty rebuilding team, number one. Yeah. But number two, it's like, it doesn't, like, it, oh, like, it doesn't matter what they do because we know we've seen it. Yeah. It's the same team. We've yeah. seen it. They might come out, they might be legends, and we're like, oh my God. They'd be Boston. Mm-hmm. Or they can go out and play like they did against the Wilkes-Barre Penguins. Like, Wilkes-Barre Scranton. Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. There you go. Like, it's, you know, it's 50-50. You yeah. don't know. It's it's not like, oh, they're going to have a good game, but they didn't, couldn't get, like, like, tonight actually was almost, they had a good game, but couldn't get it done. Well, you could tell they were up for the game tonight. That was one thing that I was really happy to see. Like, this team's motivation and, like, give a shit meter has been called out on numerous occasions and before the game Morgan Riley's talking about how this is like an early season like test for them and like measuring stick 
Yeah. Is the word he used. And like, you could tell they were up for it. Like for they, sure. they wanted to win that game. They understood like, this is the two time defending two time defending cup champs. Yeah. And you could tell they were up for it. And it's a huge win yeah, for the room. room. Yeah. It like, is a huge win for the room. Screw the X's and O's like for that room. That's the one thing I know about tonight is it's a huge win for that dressing room. Yeah. It's a massive win for that dressing room. What they do with it. I don't know. We don't, we know this group. You, you think one thing, you get another thing the next day. So who knows what happens? It, but as long as they can get up and, and like, we're not idiots. We watch the games. We could see when they're awful. We could see like tonight. It's like, if they lost one, nothing, it's like, okay. Like you gave up too many breakaways, but like Vasilevsky's unreal. Like, he you know, is, whatever. He's, he's disgusting. It's like, I can't be watching what happened in Pittsburgh. No. A couple weekends. No. Like, I can't, I can't watch that. Anymore. No, I literally might like. Vomit. You're gonna throw if, up. I'm actually gonna throw up. If, You're, if if that continued to happen, I would come on here and that chair would just be empty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I can't. No. Like, like, yeah. Like you look at the. I don't want. I know this is a leaf show, but like you look at the Buffalo Sabers and what happened. Like I, I wouldn't be doing this podcast <laughs> if we were covering that team. No, like you know, a, like it's pretty awful. You know what? This team might drive us crazy. And they might be so unpredictable, and and we might have been hurt in the past. But one thing I've learned through all those years of not making the playoffs, all the years that this team didn't make the playoffs, all the years that that team didn't make the playoffs, I would rather get in and lose in Game Seven every single year than be than than be a, than, than be a loser again. Yeah. Yes, like yeah. No, no, hundred like, percent agree. No, hundred percent agree. I don't know. All right. Well, I can't think of a better note to end this episode on. So huge win, love it. Overall, really stoked on the give the give a shit meter and the battle, and then getting a uh, power play goal in overtime. Having great goal time. Having great. Oh yeah, Jack Campbell. Like it. The MVP. There, there's there's no yeah. Th- that's not up for debate. Who the M- early season MVP is for the Maple. And if your goalie's your MVP, you're probably making the playoffs. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. Thanks, everybody, for checking us out today. If you like what you see, I did it again. What again? I, I screwed up the the, the send-off. Well, what, whatever. I don't Here's, know. Okay, do okay, it so, again. Yeah, I just, like, but you know what? Sometimes you look into it. And it just sails out. And then other times you look into the camera and it's just a complete and utter well, it's, disaster. It's not, it's not the most natural thing. It's like me and you sit here, we have a conversation yeah. about a team, whatever. But like now you got to like transition. Transition into being like, post mode. Did you do in the TSN? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good afternoon. I'm going to try it like this. There you go. Cut a promo. Thanks, everybody, for checking us out this week. If you like what you see, hit that like and subscribe button below. Spread the word. Tell your friends. If you want to follow us on social media, head on over to our Instagram at Talking Buds Podcast. You can also find us on Dean Blundell's podcast network on his website and across his whole social media network. So tons of places that you can find the Talking Buds Podcast. It's growing. <laughs> This is this is when when all the nerds come out for the wrestling references. Thanks everybody. We'll see you next week. 
looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man Podcast. Join me, host Mike C., as we explore all areas of human wellness, physical, mental, and emotional. Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain app, and at naturalmanpodcast.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.